we're on. We are back after a long hiatus. Probably been a month or so. Maybe. Okay. Um, I don't know why we took so long. I think that we just are lazy. Uh, yeah, okay. you're lazy because I've been ready. Have you been though? Yep. But I feel like here's I feel like you will never be like, "Hey, we need to do this." You know what I mean? That's fair. I mean, because it's not my podcast, so. Yeah. T- today you like kind of did. That was, like, I was kind of spurred because of what movie I watched yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, welcome to Days and Reviews. I don't know what episode this is. It's been so long. Um, I was saying earlier, we recorded a, we were pre-recording an episode in case we ever had like a lull, and I didn't air that because it was just so shitty. Yeah, fair enough. I'm your host, Owen Hart. Joined with me as always, my permanent guest, William McDonald. Woo! Thank you. Your energy is amazing. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell the folks what we're, what we're talking about and how we started talking about it? <clears throat> yeah, so we're just going to basically discuss some underrated mo- movies that we feel are a bit underrated. Um, yes. Just this was I just texted last night after watching a movie. I was like, wow, this I feel like this movie's underrated. And it just spurred from there. So, yeah. Um, I like, I really like this idea because, um, I feel like even more so like nowadays, I feel like you like watch a movie and then forget about it instantly. True. Like, like that really happens. Um, um, so I like to go back, like going back, I just spent like about like 30 minutes last night, just on Letterboxd, uh, just going through and like thinking about like, oh, like that movie, that movie. So like, it was pretty fun to go down this, um, down this lane do you want to lead off the conversation sure i'll just discuss the movie i saw yesterday which is uh contagion yeah. right so pretty prominent and pretty uh topical yeah it was that's actually why i watched it but like yeah. i feel like here and there you hear about it um but i think out of all the steven i haven't seen a bunch of steven soderbergh movies but i think this is definitely his best that I've seen. You pointed that out to me that that was a Steven Soderbergh movie, and I didn't even know that. I'm pretty embarrassed because I love Steven Soderbergh. I'm definitely biased because of what's happening with Corona and all that, but I just think this movie's really cool. It's real fast paced. It's snappy. It's quick. It does. It's like an hour forty, but it doesn't feel like it, which is great. Um, huh. And it, I don't know. There's no plot armor. It just kind of shows what happens, and I'm sure it's not you know completely accurate or anything. I'm just saying I enjoyed. At the end of the day, the main thing is, did you? have a positive experience with the film and that's what i had and i think like i feel like this one is like even in times like this i feel like that movie would be talked about like so much and it really isn't yeah and it's crazy because not to spoil uh, i kind of want to spoil how the disease starts but fuck it i'll say it um no well it's not a spoiler really it has nothing to do with the plot but in the movie the the things from a bat so that's kind of topical you know yeah, that's wild. Damn. Uh, I've never seen it. I didn't know that he did it. That seems like, like a different kind of movie. I like Soda because he, he directs like very kind of like different – like his movies don't have the same like kind of like feel. He does so many different genres, so many different styles. It, like, it's pr- it's really interesting to watch him. And like it's, he's one of those people that like you don't like think of when you turn to like good, good directors. And I don't know why. I don't know why people don't talk about him enough. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. How about you? What's what's an underrated movie for you? Okay, I need to 
I don't know like, where to start with this. Because I think there's a bunch of movies that I feel like I just... Like, yeah, let's also that, try to um, talk about movies we haven't talked about. Like, like for example, I we both think The Nice Guys is extremely underrated, right? But Yeah, I love that. But, like, we talk about it all the time. So I think this is a good time to talk about movies we may not. But that 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 movie was very like because like a lot of things like I, I took in consideration for this because like the nice guys like it was very highly rated stuff like that but like it made no money at the box office yes um so like it's it's, it's weird to think about like, well, in terms of, like like there's a bunch of different ways you can interpret underrated like the basically the basically what I took as is like that like people don't talk about like, there's certain movies that are like kind of in like the the general public like knowledge consensus the the normal dialogue like. But I, I chose some things of movies that like has never like they kind of like really like people forgot about and have never brought up again. Mm-hmm. So I'll just go with uh, a somewhat recent one, and I'm gonna go with Overlord. That's a good one. Um, because this movie is like a genre that kind of disappeared. It was like an '89 kind of genre where it's like it was. It's kind of like the B movie, but it's not a B movie. It's like. It's a serious B movie, if that makes any sense. It's like it's a B plus movie. And uh, yeah. no, 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 go ahead. I'm saying it, it really, really. It's 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 that movie that like it really knew what it was. It knew what it wanted to be. Everybody. It, it kind of reminds me of like uh, of uh, Tropic Thunder, where it's like everybody was on board. They knew exactly what they wanted to do, and they executed it perfectly. Yeah. Fair enough. Like they really Tropic like, Thunder has uh, horrible Julius... ratings, which I didn't know. Wait, Tropic Thunder is bad Like, ratings. really horrendous. No, wait, wait, hold up. I gotta check this. Tropic Thunder. It has... Oh, sorry. Tropic... Sorry. I'm out of it. What would Not you Tropic do? Thunder. Semi... I was thinking of Semi-Pro. Flint Tropics. What? Oh, my God. That movie's not that Yeah. Anyway, Overlord. If you haven't, if if you guys have, haven't even heard of it, I doubt many people have not heard of this movie. It's a World War II uh, action sci-fi movie. Um, I don't want to say too much about the movie, but uh, it's I don't know. It's a World War II soldier movie about people that it's about the soldiers get shot down in enemy territory and have to like complete a mission. It's kind of like a video game where like, you have to complete this mission by this time, or else like blah blah blah. So like. It's just really fucking good, and I'm really curious to see what this director does next. I really love this movie. I don't know if he wrote it, but he he has he had an eye and, and shot it. And it, was, it was really good. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I suppose my next one that I would like to talk about is a foreign film, one of the what I think is one of the best horror movies in recent memory. It's not really a horror. Wait, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not really horror as yep. much as it is thriller, but Train to Busan is really good. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like subtitles, and that's just a preference. And you know what? Fair enough. But um, I feel like that's kind of a cliche that's kind of going away recently. I think Paris had showed that people like that, that doesn't mind people don't mind watching. A lot of people movies. don't, but a lot of people. It's like certain people don't like watching animated movies. Certain people don't like because they're animated. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just that type that's of true. thing. Like it's not some racist thing or whatever. <clears throat> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, um, I've had many people, not just you, tell me to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I've and told you multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just—it's it, so it's fun. Really good. It's so fun, but it's also really heartfelt. It's, it's a real good film. Like, it's this year. It's like an action movie. It's like horror thriller action. It's like the best possible version of a zombie movie you can probably get. Uh, 
Is it like a? Is it? Does it take place all in the train? No, there's so that you okay. you there's a little bit of lead up to it, and you really start to care about the characters, which is perfect. Um, and no plot armor. Like, I won't spoil who dies, but like, no one's safe. Um, well, not many people die. Well, yeah, every <laughs> like, of course, people die. Every every well, movie, yeah, people die. Not but um. Movie. It's it's really good. I highly recommend it. It's just it's it's one of those movies that just I really enjoyed watching. I st- I watched it on the trade ride home from Philadelphia, and like it's like an hour forty, and I watched all of it just on my iPhone on Netflix, and it was amazing. Like hour forty flew by. Dan, you watched it on a phone. Yeah, and it was awesome. Okay, that's pretty impressive that you were able to watch it on a phone and you still like were like really like into it. Yeah, well, the the cinematography is amazing. <clears throat> and it's, you know, if you can appreciate that on your phone, that's pretty impressive. Like, I feel like I don't like. I'm not like a fan of that. Like, I wouldn't like. Well, to it's do not. That, but, it's like, not the best option, not. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Have you done that? I've only done that like once or twice, but it was a TV I do show. it a lot because I take the train a lot. But you don't. You don't have a laptop. No, you I can watch download it on? stuff on Netflix on my phone because that it allows you to do that. And then so I don't need oh, like, Wi-Fi. Like, you can't. But but like, why not? It's better to have a laptop to watch a movie. I so can't I don't download them on my laptop. There's you can't download you There's can't no download da- uh, the train Wi-Fi is terrible. All right, still. So. I'm just not as pretentious as you. I I don't mind the phone. No, I'm not. I'm not pretentious. I just feel like obviously the laptop's could, better. I'm not like, arguing that for sure. The laptop would be better. But I feel I still feel like if I had to choose between like watching something on my phone and not watching it, I would choose to not watch it. Yeah. Like the only time I ever watched something like like a thing for the first time on my phone was when I was binge watching season two of Arrow, and I was like at my friend's house and he fell asleep like early and it was like I was like, I'll watch I'll get my headphones out and just continue my binge watch of season two, um, but yeah like, I wouldn't like but I, but I wouldn't like want to do that but I I I am intrigued now to watch that because because like if you're saying that you watch on your phone and you still like uh were really into it then I'm I yeah I watch it. it. I I feel like. Do you think that now we're gonna see more foreign films like really be in like uh at like American theaters now after this? Definitely, because I think a lot of movies aren't even gonna bother going to American theaters after the success of Trolls. Yeah, but I think that's so anomalous that like, like 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 I was talking to like my just like my my dad tonight at dinner and he was talking about like. Oh, what's up with like Black Widow? Is that on VOD yet? And I feel like I don't think it's on VOD. And because like that's like Marvel's tentpole summer blockbuster, and they're not going to release it on VOD because they want to try, try to get the, the the box office that they can. So I feel like it's only like it's only like so profitable for you to release. Them. I feel like the sure way to like release a movie is uh, through like mass theaters. Although, um, do you hear about Kevin Smith's reboot Roadshow? No. So he came out with Jane Silent Bob reboot last year, and what he did was he didn't release it in theaters like how a movie does. He did it like a concert where he went city to city touring the movie. Hmm. I feel like that's a, some, I think that's so interesting. I feel like like that's like I would love to do that. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I, that's pretty cool. I guess, especially because like it's it's like a new thing because you had. Like at first, for the longest time, it was movies came out on VOD, 
like like DVD movies or they went straight to theaters. And now you have like streaming's a big thing now. And now you have like the whole thing with COVID. But I feel like like now it's something new that was like, all right, we're gonna tour this movie. It makes it more like exclusive. It makes it like more of like an event. And I feel like that I'd be I would because but it would, it would only work for like some kind of movies. It works for him. Like he's such like the cult kind of like uh, DIY filmmaker. But I would love to see somebody else try to take that model, just like some semblance of it, and, and keep going with it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, okay. I'm really not sure where to go here because there's I. Do you have a list in front of you, like movies that you made, like of movies like that you wrote down? Like, I wrote down three or four, and from there I figure I can just think of some. I want to talk about ones I haven't mentioned before, or like don't mention much on this. Uh, that was one thing that I really tried to do when I was making this list is not talk, not just like beat people to death about um, um, movies like this. And also, I feel like this is kind of cliche for me that I really focused on directors when I was making Fair this enough. list. Um, I have 29 movies right now, but like like 80% of them are all the 21st century. So I'm going to go with, uh, the, I think, the most underrated one, just in fact, like nobody's heard of it. Have you ever seen Shattered nope. Glass? Shattered Glass is a 2003, I want to say, 2003 like indie movie uh, about a reporter who uh, who like made up uh, all of his articles. It was, I think, for the New Republic. I want to say that's what he worked for, starring Hayden Christensen. Yeah, do you know who that is? Yeah, Anakin Skywalker himself, um, starring him, uh, Hank Azaria, uh, Stellan, not Stellan Skarsgård, Peter Skarsgård. Um, about a reporter who uh, made up uh, all these stories, and it's a, it's really interesting. It's uh, it's just a really good character study. I know that sounds really pretentious and, and stupid, but it's uh, it's a really good movie, and it's nobody's heard of it. Like, um, I was on HBO one night and I turned it on. It was really fucking good. Um, plus, I just think journalism is such like a even today. With all like the fake news shit going on, I think it's a such like such a cool topic to like think about in retrospect um, about like the media and how like so much of like that dictates our day to day lives and stuff like that. Um, and it's just it's first of all it's an amazing performance by him. Like he gets shit on so much for Star Wars. He's a legitimately good actor, and I'm so mad that he isn't in more stuff because he could have had an insanely insanely good career, but for some reason it just didn't work out because. Uh, he didn't like sand. Okay, like George Lucas ruined this kid's career. Um, but if you guys, especially if you guys, if anybody out there is interested in like journalism, like this is a very like it's like I don't know because I feel like I like basketball, so I like basketball movies. So if you like journalism, watch this because it's not that many journalism movies. It's really good. It's really fascinating, um, and really really underseen. Like I had, I hadn't heard about it until I I think it came on a YouTube video like oh like underrated movies. Um, Shattered Glass 2003 Hayden Christensen please go watch it I'm really curious to think if I'm crazy I don't know I think it's I think it's amazing yeah that's a good pitch um, alright I guess I will my next one is one I've said I think you should watch and it's one that's on Netflix so if anyone wants to watch it go right ahead oh is this the one that, <laughs> yeah. that I yeah so this watch. one's called The Based Invitation okay. it's with uh, it's with yeah. off-brand Tom Hardy um oh yeah marshall green <laughs> i'm glad that you picked up on that uh i shouldn't say off-brand like in a bad way <laughs> well that, that that's like, no but that's that's like a common thing everybody calls him discount yeah even though like, even though he's like, legitimately just that. as good an actor 
he's, he's a very easily good as good. Yeah, he gets he was he was uh an upgrade and he was the shocker in, in homecoming. Mm-hmm. He's just like a good actor. I don't know. That's a He's a very um, good actor, yeah. I feel bad. I feel like it, I wish he didn't look as much like Tom Hardy because he. I feel like that helped. That maybe, back. maybe. Uh, that probably is only. And also, like, just the creepiest man in the world, John Carroll Lynch, is in this movie. He Who's he's John the Carol weird Lynch? guy from Zodiac. He's the weird guy from every fucking movie. He's he was in a he was the dad I of the girl that sends I, nudes in um to Steve Carell in uh the love movie. Oh, uh, Crazy Super Love, the, the dad of... Uh, the, he's oh, the bald okay. guy. I, I really like him. He's, he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, he's, I like he's good, but he's just the creepiest looking motherfucker. This movie is uh, like a thriller. Like, it's real... Psych- like, I don't know. Psychological thriller is... I feel like when people say that, people are like, ugh. Because, like, it's... Is it, is it a slow I, That's burn? also bad when people say that. I mean, I guess it is, but, like, it's... I feel like that's not, I feel like that's well, not so a Well, so slow term, burns slow can burn. move fast. Like, let me explain. Like... This movie's an hour forty. Once again, just like the other two movies I've mentioned, does not feel like that in the se- like like because you're invested the whole time. Yeah. Uh, it's got eighty eight on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got solid scores on other sites. Like it's not just me who thinks it's a very good film. It's gonna be one of those cult classic ones. I feel like. Um, and I don't know. It's just a real. It's like something's off the whole time, and it's like you want them to just be like figure this shit out. And it's just that's all I'll say. I, you should go into it not knowing much. Huh. It's not, and it, it's it's kind of a horror nah. movie, but it's like it's not. It's really not a horror movie. So like, it, there's no like jump scares and stupid shit, but there is some creepy stuff. So I'd recommend it. I feel like too many things get branded horror. Yeah, movies. Yeah, but it's tough because horror sets a broad genre. But like, I'm glad that thriller I exists. Know. I feel like. I know. I feel like so many movies that are just like genre pieces and just like have somewhat of like a creepy vibe. It's like oh, horror. It's like it's such a disservice yeah. to like an actual movie. Like 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 Overlord. Yeah. That's not a horror movie. And like uh, the call. People like, think the call is horror. Ready or not. And they mismarket yeah. it too. Like so many things like that. Like Get Out. People Get always Out mismarket them as well. Get Out's more of a horror movie than other things, but still, I agree. But like. People mismarket. They always try to market yeah. it as horror, when in reality they should market it as whatever it is, whether it's like drama, thriller, or whatever. I still don't consider it yeah, I don't a horror movie. It too, probably, but it one is like a, it's like a, it's like a drama. It's like a coming of age comedy yeah. drama. It's just the fact that they have to deal with a scary evil clown, but um. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, that was like a straight to VOD movie. I don't know, right? but I know it's on Netflix. Uh, I feel like people kind of shit on Netflix, unrightfully so. They have great movies on Netflix. I feel like nobody is like is giving Netflix respect it deserves. The amount of well, yeah, but that's that's been pretty recent. Like for the most part, it, it, it's not. It, it's never consistent. Until recently, it was never consistently a good movie service. <clears throat> True. Um. HBO Max just launched. Will you nope. subscribe to HBO Max? I'm so tired of all these streaming services. Yeah, I mean, like, you I need the competition in a free market, but at the same time, it's like, come on. But, like, I don't get it. Because, like, at this point, it's, like, it's so territorial where, like, certain properties yeah, exactly. only live on this. Like, like, The Office is going to the Peacock. Friends is going to HBO Max. Like, Hulu swallowed up some things. All the Marvel movies are on Disney. Like it's like it's 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 becoming like I think I think it's gonna be that like 
there's only so many dollar bills around that like some of them are, are they can't get all the dollars that they think that they're going to get. I could be entirely wrong, but I think that it's it's so territorial that it might work to its detriment. I, I don't think it's I think it's annoying, but I also get it in a free market system. I get it. I, I, I like that, too, but I don't know. Um, okay, I'm really not sure where I should go from here now because I have 29 movies here. I don't know which one I want to talk about right now. Um, okay, I have three comic book movies on here. I want to talk about one of them. Take a guess which I one don't know. I go ahead. It's an animated um, movie. One of the Justice League. I don't know, man. Under the That's Red a, Hood. Yeah, solid. That uh, there's there's so many good uh, uh, good DC animated uh, movies that like I feel like nobody knows about, and they just tell a story so much better than most even like live action. Not even DC, just just most comic book movies. The way that they do these, like in Under the Red Hoods, uh, Under the Red Hood, I kind of view as like this uh, generation's Phantasm. Where it's like the Batman story that like really actually is a lot about Batman and like goes into all about him and stuff like that. Um, I just picked it because like one nobody knows about it, and if like and now in a day where like um, all like comic movies dictate the box office, I think people should give this a watch because it's fucking fantastic. And especially if you don't know the Red Hood story, which I'm assuming not a lot of people do, like diehards do, but I don't know how many diehards are actually out there these days. Um. I, I really wish that, like, we could get so, some of these stories out here in uh, in fucking, like, a live-action movie. Because I know, like, I'm an, I'm, I don't think I'm in the minority, but, like, I am of the belief that I just think that live-action is just a better medium than an animated film. Uh, I don't have a preference for either. I think there's things you can do in animation that you just can't in live-action and vice versa. Yes, but I think that that, like, um, like uh, comic book fans, I guess this is what I, I like about comics when I read them for a short stint, is that, like, you're, you're only dictated by the creativity of, like, the, of, like the, the writer of that comic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he can write whatever the fuck he, he needs to. He doesn't have to worry about CGI budgets. He doesn't have to worry about actors' contracts. He doesn't have to worry about, like, like a director, a writer, a studio. He can just write that story. And I feel like that's something that, like, people don't get about comic book movies these days is that, like, that's what makes them so good is that it's just somebody putting a pen to paper and they create this amazing world. And it gets lost when you try to make a movie about this because, like, because like, you have to be like, oh, well, actors and dialogue and this and that. And, like, but, like, I feel like if you can just, like, stay to, like, a story as much as you can, it, like, it'll be better. And so, like, that's why I like animated movies and animated TV shows sometimes. Because it's a lot like comics where it's like it's less about like like there's less hindrances that you can actually create and tell a truer story. Yeah, so I mean when anime when animation is done real well, it can be, in my opinion, like as pleasing as, um, like like the shots you can get are definitely as pleasing as live action. But like a really, it's really hard to imitate in animation like the the settings. Meaning, like, in live... Like, Andres Inaratu, whatever... Sorry, I butchered his first name, but Inaratu... Uh, no. Alexander yeah, okay. so Gonzalez Inaratu. Inaratu. So, Inaratu awesome. in yeah. The Revenant, so many shots to set up scenes were, like, beautiful scenery imagery shots, and that's really hard to replicate in animation, and they just kind of... I can't remember 
a bunch of animation films that kind of do that as much. You know what I mean? Like he really took advantage of his yeah. landscape, which is tougher when you're doing animation for sure. Yeah. But um, there's just like, cause like you're, you're a big fan of all these. DC no, I don't watch movies, it. Right? I watch, I've watched like three or four. Oh, see, I, I, I was, there was a short stint back when I was into comics where I was watching a bunch of them. And just like, like it just made me mad that we can't get these true stories uh, not these, these comic stories on the big screen in a real way because like yeah i like watching fucking like uh dark knight rises or is that returns the yeah dark knight no dark knight returns the yeah the dark knight returns animated movie like yeah it was fun to watch but it would have been way cooler if i could have seen that with henry cavill and ben affleck and actually like had it and like that so like and just like also like these movies don't care about like the other universes because like that maybe Superman was just so clear when yeah. trying to play catch up, and they just botched a such a good story that we are never going to see. I, I don't know. I personally think we're never going to see a true Dark Knight Returns live action movie. I mean, they'll eventually make it. I mean, one could argue Batman v Superman is that. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, but it's not like that was like it was, but like I meant like. A legit one where it isn't just like no, uh, my thing is the Dark Knight Returns movies already exist. They're just animated. I don't really need the live action. If the animated movie sucked, I would get it. But like, I don't know. But you're saying I think that it's just like I get they exist, but like it's just like I, I just think that like having an actual like imagine a two hundred million dollar Batman Under the Red Hood trilogy, like. Like, that'd be, like, inside. All right. What do you want to talk about next? I, uh, I, prisoners. I, I, yeah, no, I'm done with this conversation. But uh, One of the best prisoners. movies I've ever seen. Okay. And I it's, still haven't That's seen my it. whole... I, it's just one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, he's he's really good. Davey. You could definitely make a case that he's the best director of the hmm. 2010s. I think he's in the conversation for, like, best director, like working like i don't know like, his yeah, just, the only person so who's got the resume that he has in recent years like since 2010 right is that I, is like tarantino yeah. to me tarantino i mean um damien chazelle but he doesn't make enough movies yet you know yeah like three movies is enough but like dennis what is it villain a wave Okay, uh, so that you, dude, he's gone, like, out of, even if you don't like a few of his movies, he's undeniably got, like, five movies just since 2010 that have been not, yep. like, okay, so, but Prisoners, out of all the ones I've seen by him, Prisoners is easily my favorite, and it's one of the best movies I've ever seen, like, ever. Huh. Okay. So you like Prisoners better than, um... Yes. Fucking Sicario. Haven't seen uh, Arrival. Arrival and fucking... Uh, no, remember I texted you. I said, now I really want to watch it. But but I have to set oh, aside yeah, yeah. like um, a whole I've day watched... for that because I'm going to watch the original and then I'm going to watch 2049. Oh, dude. That's, that's going to take... Well, like emotionally, like it's only four hours. I feel like no, but it, it like I, I I love those movies to death. Well, I don't really like the first one that much. I love the second one. You, but yeah, like, you did it, say it, it feels it, long. It, it's a lot. 
it feels long. Maybe it's because I was in the theater, but yeah, it, I'm gonna it, set it, aside it, an it, afternoon and it. just get um, get with it. The knock on Denny is that he doesn't write his movies. Yeah, but his some of his shots are crazy. Now, granted, but, he works with uh Roger Deakins a lot, so I don't know how much credit should be going Roger to Deacon, Dennis V versus Roger Deakins. You know. But I still feel like if he's, I mean, he had Enemy, amazing. I mean, Prisoner, if you're amazing. talking from a directorial standpoint, uh, yeah, Enemy was really well directed, and the others were really well directed. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like yes, he works with amazing cinematographers like Roger Deakins. He doesn't write his own movies, but I still feel like if he if if he has so many good movies, it can't just be like he has to be so talented. Like I mean, like it can't like like knock him all you want, but like it's like. Dude, definitely. Is yeah, it's really tough. Very, very I feel like we're never going to truly know how much direction play purely direction plays into it. Like, I feel like it's kind of a head coach in the NBA. Like, yes, he's clearly good, but it's yeah. like, how, like if you replaced him with someone else, would it really be that? Besides, like general atmosphere or whatever, would it really be that you know different? Like, we'll never really know how much of a difference it's like. Like for example, if you have a great script and a great cast. Uh, you really have to fuck up the direction for the movie to be bad. Like, I'm pretty sure most average directors can take a great script and a great cast and make a great movie. Just like a great NBA head coach can take a great roster and, you know, uh, a good a team of assistants and a good good health and all that, and they can win a championship. I still I feel like it's easier to knock head coaches for that than just to knock directors. Because um, there's lots of good scripts out there that um, – that like directors have botched and also similarly there's lots of movies that aren't really like that good but the direction of it elevates it like um i'll talk about one of, one of those movies right now is a uh, a movie that i have for underrated is yeah. tag i know i'll talk about it a little bit um it's that's one of those movies where it's just like it shouldn't be that good like i feel like people really like I don't want to get it. As, as, as funny as it is to say, I don't want to spoil the movie, which sounds stupid because it's a movie about grown-ups who play tag, but it's so much more than that. Also, this movie is just d- dumb, dumb good directed. Like, the shots in this are amazing. The the fucking, um, the, like, the way that he, I don't want to get into, like, but, like, I'll just say the, the direction of this film really elevates it. He pulls off so many good things. I think it's a he. I hope it's a he. Otherwise, I'm a looking idiot. Um, also, it's, uh, comedy's like tough, right yeah. Now, like, don't exist. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like people really freaked out over Game Night, but like, oh no, like, people. There aren't really that many like comedies coming out right now. It's usually like, oh, here's a movie with like some jokes in it. Like, but so like, this was a comedy that I feel like I laughed throughout. And honestly, that it's like take away the jokes, it's a, just a legitimate, really good movie. Um, and this is just an, an example of a director. I feel like elevating. Um, a movie better to like more than it should be. There's lots of examples like that. Like um, we we joked about it a little bit, but set it up that Netflix movie. I feel like that's a movie that where the direction elevates that movie a little bit. And I've I've ever since then I went on I'm to be whole and looked at looked at that director Claire Scanlon who directed set it up and she's actually done a lot of TV work. And when I look at the episodes she's done, she directed like some of my favorite. I'm glad you mentioned set it up because that's actually a movie I wanted to talk about. Um. Yeah, because I think so. In really? a world of horrendous romantic movies, right? Um, if if you're gonna do that type of generic, yeah. you know, rom com cow movie, like at least have it be fun and like lighthearted and you know, set 
So, exactly. Yeah. Set it up. It, it I watched. Okay, you know me. I'm like a robot. Like I'm a brick. And I watched set it up, and I was like, you know what? This is cute. I don't want. Like I don't want to talk about it too much because like it doesn't deserve the same amount of time discussing it as Prisoners does, or like as other movies do. But like, if you're if you want just like a fun hour and a half, like a feel good fun hour and a half, and make yourself bubbly and just watch a good love story kind of take place, set it up solid. I'd I'd much rather you watch Set It Up or About but Time I feel like... or like a movie with that vibe rather than like one of these horrendous oversaturated films like the one with uh, Ralph Fiennes' son, Ralph Fiennes' son, hero, whatever. It's about the college. I don't know. It's it's like a Riverdale ripoff. But I don't know. Just don't watch those shitty movies. Like if you're going to watch a bubbly thing or whatever, watch the good bubbly ones. Watch like Set It Up. Watch About Time. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I, I concur. Um, what we're gonna say, but I, I this I I want to talk about this movie just because I feel like this and Tag are two comedies. I feel like like they shouldn't like the, like they are elevated past the level. I'm trying to think other movies like this. Like we're like it's like it's like kind of I don't want to use the word generic, but I'll just use it generic movies. But like the the direction, the acting, like everybody just wanted to take it up a notch, and and I think this is an example of that. And those are some of my favorite movies where it's like, like it's like kind of like when like the six man comes in and hits like four threes in a row, and you go, shit, like you're you're doing more than you're supposed to. It's kind of like yeah. one of those stories, and it's always um, fun to I watch. Mean, what are, what are the other comic book movies that you wanted to discuss? Um, okay, I'll um go back to my list here. Okay, um, I have two, well, technically one's a graphic novel. But um, so the, uh, two guns with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I didn't really uh, like Washington. it. Have you seen it? Oh, I really because that's that's a, that's another one of those movies where it's just kind of like it's just like a shoot 'em up. That's fair. That's just comedy, probably like, not whatever. my type but, like, of movie. But but I feel like I was really impressed by one. It, it has a pretty interesting script. I don't want to <laughs> go into it. Um, but like. But like the, it kind of like goes through and back and stuff like that, and also they just have really <laughs> That's fair. good chemistry. And sometimes it's just fun to watch people. Yeah, sorry. Are you good? Uh, but sometimes it's like an actor's chemistry can like it can just carry a movie. Sometimes I feel like this is one of them where they just have like a good back and forth and stuff like that, and they really kind of have fun with it, and it, it just can carry a movie sometimes. Yeah. Um. And then the other, that's just movie I point out there because I feel like people just don't want to talk about it. And I just think it's better than people gave it credit for when it first came out. And then the other comic book movie that I highlighted here was X-Men First Class. pretty underrated. People forget about it because of how far X-Men fall off. Yeah, because you had the shitbox Dark Phoenix and then you had the so bland Apocalypse. That that, that the first two uh, were really good. X-Men First Class. And that's what happened with the original yeah. series or uh, trilogy. Um, the first two were really yeah. good, but because yeah. the last one and then in the new case too were really not good, people yeah. there's a bad taste. Like that, when people say X Men, there's a bad taste in my mouth. Even though First Class, Future Past, X One, yeah. and X Two are all real good. And then I feel like, dude, X Men First Class is like uh, not X Men First, but X Men is like Star Trek, where it's like half of them are good. Because you have X1 and 2, which are good. Then you have 3 and Wolverine, which are shitbox. You have the Wolverine, which is just, like, decent. And then uh, First Class and Dead's Future Past are really fucking good. And then Apocalypse and uh, Dark Phoenix are shit. Like, like, half of them are decent. 
I mean, half of them are really good, half of them suck dick. Um, but first class is one of my favorite, it does one of my favorite things where it like takes like a, it takes a fictional story and drops it into like a real life, uh, like, uh, setting. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like what's it called? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where it's about the Manson murders, but it's like the backdrop of this. I love that they made mutants a part of the fucking uh, Cuban Missile Crisis. Like, yeah. I think that's so interesting. And I feel like, I feel like more movies could do this. Like, because it's, because uh, like, it's, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, maybe not comic movies, because that might be a little tried. Um, but I just feel like it's so, um, it just really, like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, movies that don't utilize... Like, you know there's a lot of movies kind of, like, left a lot on... Like what? Like, I think Jurassic World is kind of like that, where, like, they could have done more with, like... Because it's the first movie where there's actually been an open, active park. And I feel like they kind of left a lot on the table with stuff they could have done with that. We're, like... We're, like, they still... But I feel like this is a movie where it's, like, it's set in the 60s, Let's make use of the 60s. What's happening in the 60s? Cuban Missile Crisis. Okay. What's the same mutants are behind that? And I think that's so interesting where it kind of like, it takes what it is and utilizes it. One thing that I got annoyed with is that they kept jumping 10 years though. Like every X-Men take like Yeah, 10 years I mean, later. the X-Men timeline is real, real messed up. Yeah, but I kind of like that they just... I mean, because no one really point. keeps track too much. Like even the MCU timeline's messed up. The MCU, the MCU timeline is a mess. If you, I actually did it on paper one time. Yeah, like and it the makes and it, no sense. I love the movie, but the ra- the main reason it makes no sense is because of Homecoming. Yeah, um, no, dude, that's one of them. But there's a so I guess there's certain things that we know. Um, uh, I'm just, let's go on a quick MCU sidetrack for two minutes. Sorry, we know that. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming takes place eight years after the Avengers. We know that Guardians of the Galaxy 1 takes place in 2014, and that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 takes place a few months after 2014. And we know that Thor Ragnarok takes place two years after Ultron, and all of those kind of contradict each other. Yeah. Like, it's, okay. Uh, anyway, but yeah, they really don't make any sense. What the fuck am I going to say? Uh, I'm going to steal... Um, this line from another movie reviewer from uh, Christian Harloff. He said, uh, the, the dynamic between uh, Magneto and uh, Professor X in X-Men First Class is what we wanted from Obi-Wan and Anakin from the Star Wars prequel. Yeah, fair enough. Where it's like, yeah, like the friends turned enemies. I'm like, you were, because like, he says it in X-Men 1. He's like, old friend, when he's talking to Charles. Like you really see, like that, like they like cared about each other and shit like that, and even in Days of Future Past, and like it's so it, people like in the in the world where the MCU dominates all and the shitty action movies come out, people forget about the good old comic book movies that aren't just yeah. fucking Avengers. Um, so that's a movie that I I, I don't watch enough anyway. Um, that's the, that's the my comic book movie talk. Uh, we'll, there's we'll a few places we could take it. I feel like you have a more pressing list than mine. If you would want to bring up another movie, or if if not, I suppose I could um, talk discuss a movie. Okay, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna like speed fire some of the ones that I feel like I don't want to talk that much about real quick. So I wrote Bad Times at the Oriel. Uh, I just feel like I like uh, I like what I'm seeing from Drew Goddard's career. 
And because people people kind of knock on him for this being his Tarantino ripoff, I don't think it is that much. But if you want to call it that, whatever, it's a good. Per- you're gonna copy copy from the past. And he also did that. With uh, what's do? Drew Goddard with um, the movie with Chris Evans. Oh uh, yeah, Kevin Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, it's all good, man. Did I say Chris Evans? Fuck, I meant I meant I meant Hemsworth. My bad. Um, but uh, Drew Goddard and he did I The Martian because I awesome. think Beckham's era was fantastic. So yeah, it says he did The Martian. He didn't do The Martian. I mean, he must have been Ridley Scott directed The Martian. He has a credit in The Martian. Drew did he Goddard? write it? Did he? For what? It should say uh, what I'm, his No, I'm on Wikipedia. Is. Producer. Mm. Producer. He produced. So he did, he did nothing. And. Okay. I mean, that's not necessary. But here's the thing. That's what's so annoying about producing, which it's kind of the head coach argument. I think this is a more head coach argument for producers because you actually have no Fair. idea. Maybe the really director is like the GM then. Well, no, they don't get the roster in place or anything. Uh. Um. Anyway, uh, Batman Zero, Den of Thieves. I just I watched it a couple nights ago. It was actually pretty good. Uh, Logan Lucky, another Soderbergh movie. I just feel like nobody nobody talked about this movie. It just came and went so fast. Um, Good Time. Oh yeah, that's, that's a great great movie because of the success. Yeah. It's not great, but it's solid. It's, uh, it's not think, great, yeah, but so it's, good. I don't think it's great. I, I don't want to use the term great lightly. But sorry, go on. Yeah. Good so, very good. Edge of 17. Uh, yep. Hell or High Water. Everybody wants some. I feel like is is um is uh it's 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 like the the uh, the hangout movie. And I feel like there's not enough of just hangout movies. I really like that. Sin you Street. You, have you seen Sin Street? I seen it. No. I hope so too. I hope I, if if it's free it. or something, I'll, whenever these movies are free, I watch them. Uh, you could just bootleg it. I'm not which a I didn't just guy. say. All right, but um, this movie like it doesn't matter if you're not a musician. If you are passionate about something, this movie is about passion. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a musician or not. But I talk to you because you are a musician. But like this movie, really like there's certain movies that like really like make me think about what I'm passionate about and like make my passion for it deeper. And this was one of those movies. Um, going into another one of those movies, which is chef. Um, and I picked this movie for a couple reasons. One, nope. have you, well, have you seen chef? Okay. Uh, I think like I talked about this a good amount, but chef, I picked it for one, the same reason I picked sing street, which is that it made me like, um, to quote, uh, La La land people love what other people are passionate about. And when this is another one of those movies that make me feel like that way, where it's like whenever when you watch something about like somebody who cares a lot about a certain thing, it thinks about it makes you think about you and what you care about and makes you care about that even more. So I'm not, I don't care about food that much, but this movie cares about it. It makes me think about what I care about, yeah. which is movies and stuff like that. Also, I picked it because John Favreau, I yeah, have a very love hate relationship with him. And I want him to do another chef. I want him to do another maid. I want him to do another swingers. Like I don't, I, I, I don't know. I think maybe he, I don't want to think this because like I like him a lot, but I seem like I'm pissed off at him. I think he's just like lazy, and it's hard to make a a good mm. movie like this again. 
and it's easy to just to do the jungle yeah, book too. That's fu- that's fine. Like that. Um Okay, I'm going I'm spending all too much time uh, on this. Uh, Don John. <laughs> that's really. what I was gonna actually mention next. Oh, well, had, I was gonna. T- there was John? one of the things. I don't have like a list. I'm just thinking of movies that are underappreciated. God, I loved every second besides okay. the last ten minutes of John John. I loved. Oh come no, on. dude! You're the such, ending takes legend. away from the overall message of the movie. I think a little bit. I don't think it. No. I don't think it does. So, it's just, well, no, it's just I get so why they different. did what they the ending did. Is just so different. Uh, without spoiling, the movie's about like. Yeah. Actually, no. This to to to, to talk about the plot a little bit isn't really spoiler. So I'll talk about it's kind it's kind of a satire slash. No. It kind of discusses like these unrealistic uh, environments that we create. These unrealistic expectations we have in relationships, right? So like. It's just, it's yeah, just it's unreal. So, for example, like the man like... is a porn addict. The woman loves romantic comedies and wants the man to be like a knight in shining armor. Um, and it's like these unrealist. It's like stereotypes. It's like the stereotypes it. and the unrealistic it. expectations, right? Yes. And so, it's a great comment, I think, on modern day society, yeah. especially in today's hookup culture. The problem is the last ten minutes goes for without yep. spoiling. They go for a bit of a cheesy Hollywood ending, whereas in reality, I think it would have made more sense for him not to have done that i think i i get what they're trying to do and it was it was if 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 my heart wasn't as hardened as it was maybe i would have liked it i personally didn't like it i don't think i don't think i don't think it's i don't think it's your heart being hardened about it i think that it's just that like um yeah i think that like you put it you brought up a good point this movie i think is even more prominent now in like hookup culture and all that kind of stuff but I feel like the ending is is kind of it's not it's a little it really kind of it is a little out there, but it 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 plays it just well enough where you can kind of like you understand it because it's 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 a character arc. It's just yeah. it's just a very quick one. Um. Okay, my next movie is yeah, End of Watch. I've heard that. Oh wait, that's the one Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. 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 One, one's a great found footage movie. Few and far um, between. Uh. Uh. Yeah. That that was the that was like the thing that like. I'm I'm trying to think of like an analogy, but I can't think of one. So I'll just but that, that was a movie where like where like no, the, yeah. Came, I trust me. As a horror buff, found footage it, is it, came... it kills me. But like Blair Witch led into a bunch of a few other things which led in so Blair Witch was the first it wasn't the biggest Blair Witch happened then it led into a few other things and it gained momentum until Paranormal Activity 1 which fucking blew it out of the water that's what that's what really did it yeah um yeah but it was one of those things where I feel like if done right this style of filmmaking like there's it could be plenty utilized of so well. good found footage it's just so oversaturated with bad uh, yeah I, like I chronicle see more of the non-horror found footage movies that's probably a that's a really good one we that's a really good should. example i mean i think there's a lot of movies that people don't realize are either found footage or uh what's the word uh influenced by found footage like even project x yeah yeah, I, I think found footage is like like um, I don't want to say found footage because like, technically, I, know what no, I mean it kind of is, movie, but it's like it's 
Yeah, I think found footage. That's fair. Like, I mean, I think horror, like so when I, I think of the footage. best found footage movies, I agree. Well, I don't think horror, but I think like I I think of actual found footage. Yes, aka like the Cloverfield Chronicle, movies. Paranormal Activity, Blair Witch, VHS. Yeah, yeah, like the, yeah. But I feel like then you get into like the end Influence. of watches and the Project X's, which yeah. are just like it's the style yes. they chose to do, and it's not the genre. It's not a genre, it's a style. And I think people don't need to realize that. Like, just because movies found footage, it, that your movie needs about something. So it's yeah. a style of filmmaking. I mean, technically, well, it, I don't know if it's technically a genre or not. But if you, like, go online and, like, it's, it's next to, like, horror, drama, comedy, they, they treat it as its own genre type thing. But that doesn't mean it's a genre per se. Would I would say it's a directorial a style. But I would say... Because here's why I couldn't call found footage yes. drama because or a genre because a found footage movie could be a drama or it could be a horror movie and those would be the genres. That being said, exactly. Yeah, that or being you, or said, a comedy. It's its, its own like, thing. Like it's it's more than just a it's more than just yes. a uh, style, you know. Yes, I, true. But I feel like like from for people trying to ride the uh, the found footage like yeah like things oh this is hot now you know what i mean uh okay my, I, I, i'm not gonna spend time on this because i talk about this movie all the time but i think it's very underrated oh what movie do you think i'm talking about i talk about it all the time magic mike people don't give it enough credit god damn it yep <laughs> i didn't even i didn't even think i was gonna be right i just i'm sorry but right. like People, like, I posted this on, uh, I, I talked about this for our top 10 uh, influential movies, and, like, uh, two of my buddies shat on me for it, but it's, like, like whatever. It's about most strippers. Get over yourself. It is like, good. Who gives a fuck? Listen, it's I can't, I, I will back you I'm up, not but it's good. Um, plus, McConaughey. Yeah, and who's that's fair. Not a good um, yeah, I've heard that's real good. And Mud. once again, when it's free, because all movie movies inevitably are free for a certain amount of time, I will watch it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Mud's really good. Uh. It's not. I don't want to say coming of age, but it's just. It's a just. It's a good story. Um. Okay. I don't want to talk about this yet because I'm gonna spend more time on that. That's um, yeah. Hot the time machine. We know I love. Um. The Rocker is a very underrated comedy. It. Oh, it's starring. Oh, wait, uh, I've heard of it, Rainbow but I haven't Wilson. seen it. Yeah, he plays yeah. like a forty-year-old drummer in a high school band. Yeah, I'm gonna want you to send me that one later, so, so I can so, like look more into. Yeah, um, I have a remember? few movies I want to watch, and yeah, that yeah. sounds um, like one that I want to put on the list. Another underrated comedy is Hot Rod. Yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, Hot Rod, in my opinion, is beat for beat. I mean, the, like the I know it. Movie like, I, I feel seen. like that's a, that's one of those movies everyone knows, but a yeah. lot of people don't watch. That that movie really, I feel I've like nobody knows that, about like, it. Movie exists, but with like the Andy Samberg and all that, it's and I've seen clips on YouTube, like when he does the mail truck jump yeah. or like the fucking whiskey or whatever. But like, yeah, but like I don't, I haven't whiskey. watched it. That's one of the many movies I've watched but haven't watched. Okay. Yeah, I, I have a lot like that. Um, 
Okay, I'll just rattle off a few more of the quick ones before I get into the ones I really yeah, want to talk we've about. We've talked about it's that just bang bang. Like yeah. we talked about. Um collateral, I've talked about the death. Um swingers. Uh I haven't talked about that much, but it's not worth enough time. But it's just really good. This is another kind of hangout kind of movie that I said earlier about uh, everybody wants some. Um Swingers, I don't know. I just really I feel like these kind of because I feel like this was kind of uh, I think this movie would have worked that well. Like I feel like everybody's kind of over just Maybe. like LA buddy movies. I feel like LA kind of gets hate on, but I feel like I want to see more of this. Um, okay, I don't know. It's really good. Uh, okay, now I do you have any more any more movies before I, I have like a couple? I think like two or three that I I uh, I have four movies right now that I feel like I could spend yeah a I have little, like, I have one like, or two more that than I a minute on worth each. mentioning, and I'm sure there's a ton more that we were. I mean, I'm sure we can do the same topic right. in a few months, but like. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. I have I have like one or two more. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll go first. Have you ever seen Last uh, Action? No, I I remember that, but I haven't seen the movie. Yes, I'm I'm searching it up because so I. Do you know what I, it is? I've seen the previews and everything for it. Right. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's a movie about a kid. Of, yeah, who can go I think you've talked about the universe this. of other movies. Yeah, I have. And, I think uh, we discussed this on like movies we want movies to get, like, like, movies with cool plots or premises that we want to get better, like, versions of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of those movies where I feel like it came out at, like, a weird time. It came out in 93, so I think that's a weird idea. That, like, that movie works better now because of, like, but here's the thing. The jokes in the movie don't really work because the way the, 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 the satire it's trying to do doesn't really work that well. Like it, like it, it does have some good beats, but like the whole point is about how it's very like a meta about like movies versus real life and the tropes and conventions and all that stuff. But the thing is, I think they kind of mm. get some of the sat- satirical stuff and the jokes wrong. So it's just it's really interesting just to take a look at to, to see like what they picked because in '93, I feel like that's a really weird thought to have that like, hey, tropes and conventions. When like, I feel like the, when I think of like yeah. tropes and conventions, I think of '90s movies. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's a weird. 1993 is a weird time for this movie to come out. Um, he yeah, he wrote the screenplay with Shane David or not? Um, so David or not? Amat or not? I don't know. His name sounds famous. He did, yeah, that, that's why I, I asked you to repeat it. But um, so I'd be sure I, I haven't seen it full through in a long time. So I'm I, I'm curious to see how the jokes work in 2020 because then the last time I saw it was probably 2017. But I feel like this is yeah that do you remember did we do a whole episode on like the movie? Yeah, topic we've done. Ideas, yeah, that's like, where you talked about this before. Like that? Yeah, we did. Did we do a full episode or did it just come up in conversation? Really? Okay, because I feel like this is something that, like, I don't know, like, because, like, you have, like, the, um, the, like, what's another movie that did, like, 21 Jump Street's a movie like this. Yeah, this movie got pounded ratings-wise. Um, like that and Horrible that... ratings. Yeah. Last Action Hero? <laughs> 36. I'm guessing it's at, like, mid-40s on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow! Like, I, that's why, I feel like because, like, especially because i'm guessing not all i'm guessing like some of those reviews were like from when it came out but most of them probably are pretty new because i think it's just because like the jokes are like they're weird 
Like you're I like mean, that's the angle yeah. you took for this joke. Um, it's really I don't know. I want to watch it again. I feel like I'm spending way too much time and I'm not speaking coherently on this movie. Uh, I'll let you. I'll. It's just a question mark. I I I would love for other people to watch it and tell me what you think about it. Um. Uh, um anyway, well, have you, you seen you Blue Valentine? That's what something. I want to talk about. No, yeah, uh, that's I think the movie it's that Netflix? I really want to watch. It's David Lynch. David Lynch uh, movie. It's by the same guy who made Place Beyond the Pines. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! It's a Sea and France movie. Uh, yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Uh, just quick little thing. My brother just drove uh, from uh, home from Buffalo today. And he stopped by uh, Schenectady, where Place Another Time takes place, and took a bunch yeah. of pictures and like went around because that's one of our favorite movies of all time. So he went that's around sick. and saw all he, he saw the bank that he robbed. He went to the ice cream shop where like so that was really cool. Um, um, I mean, anyway, I don't want right, to say too much. It's pretty the the premise isn't anything special. It's just I think it's just nice to see and like it's a bit dramatic, yeah. but it's but it's not like it's also not, it's not over dramatic. It's not melodramatic. The drama is warranted. So like, I don't mind drama movies. I just don't like when they're melodramatic or when the drama's not warranted, you know? So, um, like, it, I don't know. It's, see, I've never yeah. been like, a divorce or anything like that, but it's, it shows the deterioration of, like, a marriage really well. And I'm glad that it doesn't end on a happy note. Like, you know what? Like, it, it would have made – I'm glad they didn't Hollywood and glamorize it. it, it it's good as it is. That's one of the. Like, it came out. This movie came uh, out like, 2010. Okay, so still like a young enough Ryan Gosling where he isn't really a movie star. I like. I, I mean, like he would. He already had Ryan been nominated for an Oscar, but fair enough. Half Nelson, also yeah, underrated that movie that he was in. Half Nelson. I feel like. Um, was anything about, but like yeah, that so that's yeah. Everybody go see that movie. I really want to watch it. Um, but do you think that the yes. just quick thing? Do you think that the movie star still exists? Aside from the rock, yes, I think it's just different. I think it's instead of the instead of the movie. Okay, so I think the last true male movie star was uh, there's a few cases like there's a few, but like when I think of the last like real movie star, I think of like someone like Clooney. Or, like, someone like that. Because, like, now, or maybe Leo still, um, and, like, because, like, someone who was A-list for their, like, movies, you know? Because now I feel like people are A-list for their celebrity status, which is why I'm glad you brought up The Rock. Because I do think there are movie stars, but I don't think they're movie stars in the way you mean. I think they're celebrities who are super famous that act a lot. Yeah, like, um... That that's really true, and I feel like like the the way that like movie star men was that like he was like the dude on the marquee. He was like, oh, you go see it because it's like this dude's movie. Like, Denzel like Will Washington. Smith had that in the nineties. Tom Cruise had that, and Tom Cruise like, really... I yes. I do think I, like I do think it happens it with certain really people. I think obviously, well, okay, the one like The Rock and that type of movie star aside, I still think it happens with like Leo. I think people are like, oh yeah. shit, it's a Brad Pitt movie. However, Brad Pitt's been taking like different types of roles, you know. But like, you can't tell me people if you replace Brad, yes, Brad Pitt with like, like insert B-list actor here, 
you can't tell me people would have seen Ad Astra, even though I know a ton of people didn't really see it anyway. But like Brad Pitt was probably the only reason people saw Ad Astra. So I think like Brad Pitt, Leo, That's for a good sure. Point. Yeah. Uh, I I and I do think Ryan Gosling's like a movie star. I do too, but I feel like he. I feel like he kind of doesn't want to, and I feel like that's like. I feel like he's the dude who like doesn't like. Yeah, his I just think you know he gets I mean? high a lot. I don't think he like hates being a celebrity. I just think like in some of the interviews and stuff, he's just a really laid back person, and I know for a fact he's been high on a bunch of interviews just because he's like admitted yeah. to it. Um, I I get what you're saying. Though. I think a lot of celebrities yeah. want to be more down to earth. Like I I feel like like so. I have what I call like the SNL celebrities, basically the celebrities that want to be well liked by the public and they want to be like yeah. funny and personable. So like to give you an example, these are the these are Adam Driver, Ryan Gosling, Melissa McCarthy, people who are a list for sure, but also want to be down to earth. Mm. All right, I've, I've been yeah. naming the better throughout you, and I want to see if you say yes or no. As to what? This. Michael B. Jordan? He's a celebrity. Is he's he a, a movie star? He's one of the best actors of his generation. But well, if he yeah. didn't, like, uh, I mean, there's no set definitions. But, like, he's been in these blockbusters. He, one of his bir- first, like, big film. Okay, he, as a, he was a child actor who went up. Th- I feel like being a child actor already means you're yeah. more celebrity than movie star. Uh, that's kind of counterintuitive, though, because Leo was also yeah. a child actor, and Ryan Gosling was. So I suppose that's not correct criteria. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but, but they weren't. They yeah, weren't I don't know. It, actors, it, there's though. no set definitions, to be honest. Like certain, but like certain people are still movie stars. I think, like no, Leo, Brad sure. Pitt, even Daniel Craig. Here's my thing. Actually, I think I found the definition. Want to know what I think it is? Yeah. If you're if you're acting credibility. Is outweighs your fame, so obviously uh, Daniel Craig, uh, Christian Bale, Ryan Gosling. Like if your acting weight and credibility outweighs it, uh, then I think you're more of a movie star than a, a celebrity. But like The Rock, he was a celebrity that became an actor. You know that that's that's the difference. That's the difference in my opinion. Yes. The way I the way I perceive it is that like he's the dude. Well, in that, that case, it is the rock. People go to see his movies, so like the or like he's the person. Yeah, because like oh like oh it's a so and so movie, and I feel like that. No, I disagree. Director, I think directors like, I more like so than don't care about directors get people in the seats. Uh, Anytime someone hears Tarantino's name, they go. I th- I agree. I agree that um it's like directors sell movies more than actors do, but I feel like back in the day it was oh. It's a Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise movie. is a movie star, though. He's that kind of like switches a little bit. He is. He is. Um, Fair so, enough. That we just spent a long time on that. Wow. All right. I. Uh, all right. Two. I, I'll just talk about two movies because yeah. I feel like these are. It's a director conversation. You know. I mean, I was. I always remember the director conversation. Uh, I pretend the prestige because I feel like it's a very slept on Nolan movie. Whenever people talk about Nolan, no, they also they talk about, about, about Interstellar and, and like and then that's the it. real, the real director heads talk about Dunkirk. Yeah. Like Tarantino's second favorite film of the decade was Dunkirk. Um, but yeah, the pre, the pre, 
the prestige that, that well, bothers me so uh, much because I love Sam Why Tarantino loves it though because it's probably a directorial masterpiece. It's like t- yeah, yeah. So that's why Tarantino loves it. No, yes. Uh, I'm not the prestige say... is locked in the yes. middle of Batman Begins um, and the Dark Knight. Yeah, go back. Probably to... Nolan's two, and it's not early enough like Memento, yes. where it's like a cult thing. So it does get it definitely gets lost. Yes, it gets buried, and also it's just it's just really good. It's 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 another thing that I talked about earlier. Like, um, what movie was I talking about? Shit. God damn! I totally forgot the point I was in. Oh, like Chef, Sing Street, um, uh, Ford v Ferraris, like this, where it's like it's cool to see people like it's about magicians. Like I don't care about magicians, but like the fact that it's like so about the world and it's the passion and all that stuff. It's like it. Like, somebody called it competence yeah. porn, where it's really cool to see people who are very good at what they do. And, and the fact that, fun like, this fact, is this their world. Sure. Rick and Morty referenced the prestige of, like, in a recent episode. Yeah, like a few, like, what, like two or three weeks season? ago, in one of the episodes, um, I I won't say why they referenced it, um, that makes because me that was it has to do with the plot of the Prestige. But I will say, Rick, like Morty does a, some stuff he shouldn't, okay. and realizes he has consequences to his actions. And Rick is like, "Ha, fuck you, Morty! I prestiged you. Okay. That's what the Prestige is, and or something like that." Yeah. So that was a cool little thing, I thought. That's funny as fuck. Okay. Uh, quick question. Do you think that uh, saying a movie has a twist ending kind of. is a spoiler? If I went into Split yeah, with, I think and they were too. like, there's a twist at the end, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. I saw the the scene. In okay, Split, I, let me rephrase that. Okay. Split was literally, was literally just the only reason I said Split was it was the first movie to come to mind. But fuck it, we'll say The Sixth Sense because that's like, like if I like no, actually, no, that, no, actually the twist was ruined okay. for me before the yeah. Sixth Sense. And honestly, if you know, and so here's my thing: if you know that there's a twist, yes. a smart moviegoer can figure out said twist. Like if you told me before, if I had never seen The Sixth Sense, and you told me there's a twist yes. at the end. Even without seeing the movie, I'd immediately probably be, or if you, if I watched the first fifteen minutes of the movie, I'd probably be like, okay, I'm either expecting A, blank, or B, blank, and A would have been like, uh, yes. he's a figment of imagination, and B would have been he's already dead or whatever. Like, and so that would have ruined it. Yeah, yeah. But split is kind of it's kind of weird. It's kind of this anomaly where like this where like the twist of the movie yeah that was doesn't really example. have to do with like this, the plot. The split of that twist movie. was so funny in theaters because half the theater no, freaked but out but when I watched me. it, and the other half was like, "What the fuck? I don't get it." I would I would have loved to have been there just just because I like being angry. So I feel like I would have loved to be angry at the people who didn't get the twist. Um, but um, but I feel like the split twist What's, is like what the biggest modern? twist in modern movie history. So since twenty ten, decade. We'll come back to it. You know what? That's a yes. conversation for a different day. Biggest, and we that's going to be so spoilery. But who cares? We'll say biggest twist since twenty ten, okay. and we'll talk about that. Because I I don't think that's yeah. true. However, I do think okay. it's up there because uh, everyone was like, oh. It's because because the uh, Shyamalan's previous film or two, uh, like The Visit, for example, which was 2015, 
There was no twist in that. Well, there was. There was, but it, yeah. that was that was expected. No one yes, actually, was. You have to be, and I'm not trying to be insulting, but you have to be stupid if you thought but, those were their real grandparents. No, come on, like, come on, he, come on, Owen. Okay, well, the twist. The, they're they're I, with I two extremely it. crazy fucking people, and everyone in the theater knew I like the these twist. people were strangers. Like, now obviously it's still like horrifying to like know that they're not the grandparents. I'm just saying, like. Clearly, the fact that they killed the grandparents and they aren't the real grandparents is not, like, a surprise. Like, a big twist, you know? The split thing... And one other thing that I, I actually really appreciated about... So, a lot of people got pissed that... Not pissed, but a lot of people didn't like that split was... Fuck it, I'm spoiling it, so log off if you don't want a spoiler. Three, I'm spoiling it at one. Three, no. two, no one's don't listening. Do it, do it. One. Do, okay. No. The reason Bye. why people got annoyed is it's because it's like, oh, here comes another universe, blah, blah, blah. Or it's like, oh... Here's, like, whatever. It can't rely... Split can't be its own movie. It has to be in the Unbreakable universe. No, but the one knock I would have had against Split was that it's, like, that's so unrealistic. Why... How the fuck can he be this thing, you know? But if it's already in a world of powers and we just didn't know that, just like the characters, that makes it so much infinitely better. I think Split's such a good movie. And you know what? Add it to the underrated list. I think Split is better... This is crazy to uh, to say for some people, but I... I think no, but I'm saying I, I, hear so me out. I think it's rated. M. Night Shyamalan's no, no. But hear me out. I think it's M. Night Shyamalan's it's best. It's just because Glass sucks that people kind of forget about. Sports. I think it's better than Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, The Village, Signs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I th- it, for me, it checks every box for me. Okay. I'll... All right, you have one more movie. Okay. For underratedness. Okay. Oh. Gotcha. Let's uh, hear him. I have two. Yeah. I have two more. Um, That's a good film. Just real quick, uh, I wrote "Gone Baby Gone" because I feel everyone like talks about Mystic River, The Departed. Because everybody talks about Argo, everybody talks about oh, oh no, I'm not, I'm not talking about I'm talking about Affleck. the town. Like everybody talks about uh, Argo, everybody talks about the town, everybody talks about how his stint is Batman, everybody talks about how he shit the bed with whatever. But I feel like people kind of forget about this movie just because he isn't in it. Um, but. Ben Affleck is one of the best directors. He's three. He's a very, very solid three for four. And um, and this was a really good Boston movie that it's a very good crime movie. And it just I feel like um, this is something that. Well, it, yeah, it's it's I not as good as it's just inarguably not as good as like but uh, other Boston films. Like I don't think it's I don't think you can make the cases better than The Departed or Good. Goodwill Hunting, yeah, but but it so it gets lost a little bit, but it's still a good film. Yes, that's what I mean. That if it, in like people can't, I think people can't forget about it because Ben Affleck has was such a public figure. He was more of a celebrity than he was a, a like an actor or a director. That like yeah. his celebrity kind of buried his own movies. You know what I mean? So I. Go watch this movie because I feel like this is one of those things where, like, the way like things work nowadays is that, like, again, like it's more celebrity than it is about like the actual films being made. And I really like Ben Affleck, and I feel bad for him and all the shit that he's gone through and all that shit. And I really liked The Way Back. I I want him to direct another movie so fucking bad. Um, and Gone Baby Gone. It's one of the best directorial debuts of all time. Gone Baby Gone. That's all I have to say. I do have one more. Yeah. I think you're going to be annoyed at me for this you one. Got, you, you had one more um, you want to talk about? Are we, count, are we counting underrated as like kind of 
people kind of pan it and don't talk about it as much as we think it deserves. Okay, so I'll like again. I feel like like underrated. So people don't talk about this movie as much. Like people talked about this movie a lot for like a month or two when it came out, and ever since you don't hear people about it. Um, and it's really people don't. Yeah, a lot of people are divided on whether they think this movie is good or not. Uh, so the 2012 version of The Great Gatsby, I, th- I 2013. Sorry, good point. I think I think it's pretty huh, underrated. I think I think uh, if it, I think a lot of people compare it to the book, which is obviously a classic. And if that's if that's like something, and I'm sure that this is like a dumb argument for some people, like yeah, of course we're gonna compare it to the book. If you if you compare it to the book and you don't like it, that's fair. Like that's you. I wa- I watched it. I've read the book and watched it, but I read the book. Uh, yeah. And I read the book before, but I read the book like with an open mind, and I've watched the movie with the open. I have a, like I can disconnect like. The Great Gatsby movie, I didn't watch it and consistently think this is based on a book. This is based on it. just like the Harry Potter movies, just like anything else. Um, I don't know. I really enjoy the performances. I think Leo was having the time of his life. I love mm-hmm. anytime Joel Edgerton is a villain. I love it. I think he's such an underrated actor. Um, you have seen love the gift, have you? In a movie, he's such uh, an underrated. You have seen actor. the gift. Also, he directed the he directed the gift. Okay, he's so he he's a he's like the antagonist in the no, gift I, as well. I've seen like half another of phenomenal antagonist in performance. He's such a good villain. Yeah. Yes. Um. He directed it. I want to. Oh, no, it's just. It. I think it's really. I just think it's really no, fun. That's what you're saying. You know, I think I think it's and I think it's for sure. I think it's stupid at times, and I know I'm probably sounding a bit hypocritical because sometimes I like I hate when movies have. Okay, here's my thing with movies. If you're a movie that's taking itself super seriously, like how The Dark Knight takes itself real serious, The Dark Knight wouldn't work with like a Marvel quip. You know, The Dark Knight, yeah. the humor in The Dark Knight's great, but it's 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 a tonal There's humor bu- that's very different than like a quippiness. This- that's true. I was gonna. I was gonna say like I like because there is the Dark Knight humor. humor the Dark Knight humor is very James Bond esque. It's just like, like it makes me angry. Yes. Yes. Because you can so, have humor. But so that's my point. Like, so you don't have to take yourself so, like, super you know, seriously. Like, like, like if you take yeah. yourself seriously as a movie, I, the viewer, am therefore gonna take your take your movie seriously, and I will get annoyed and frustrated if you if that lets up. You know, if there's a big tonal shift, unless it's on purpose, which normally it's not. So The Great Gatsby, yeah. I feel like it knows it's a crazy movie. And I feel like it shows this through its extravagant set pieces. The, the soundtrack, they have like rap and hip hop and like they make it, they modernize it. And I think they, if they really wanted to make like The Great Gatsby yep. as in like, like the book, The Great Gatsby, they would have done their best to do like something reminiscent of like Citizen Kane type stuff. Like they, I don't want to. Have you seen the 74? Um, I mean, Gatsby? maybe I should to compare, but like, if I feel I like I I'm sure the 74 was trying to make it like a legitimate piece of cinema, whereas yeah. this movie I feel like was just trying to like be a fun, showy movie that happens to be based on an American literature classic. You know what I mean? Like the the lens, if people can view Marvel and Star Wars with the lens of yes. a fun, big budget movie and love it and ignore the plot holes, that's fine. If that's what you want to do, it, it annoys me sometimes, I'll admit, but if that's what you're doing, go ahead. But then take that exact same lens, and that's how I'm viewing Great Gatsby. And I think if you've... 
sorry, let me just say, if, if, if I think if you watch this movie right, with wanna... like the lens you would watch a Marvel film with or the Star Wars films with, you would enjoy it so much more. It's just a fun movie. Just watch it for fun. It's it's just popcorn thriller at its best. I'll, I'll, I'm going to come back to that point about the funness, but I want to say two things first. One, there's th- this movie's two and a half hours long, and this movie should not be two and a half hours long. Um, secondly, this movie does not deserve a hundred million dollar budget and should be shot in three D. It was shot in three D. I know, but it was shot and and released in three D. The Great Gatsby. That's like I don't even know what. Like, hey, we have like yeah, like what's like I don't know. Hey, of mice and men in three D. Like what? Like, um, um, this movie. Like this is like the definition of like a 50 50 movie for me because so much of what you say, I like really agree with but at the same time. Like I kind of liken this movie to like the star Wars prequels and um, the, the non book seasons of game of Thrones where it's like, if you like, if you tell somebody that's what the great Gatsby, I read the book. I, it's one of the few books I actually really like because it's such a good story. And if I, and if I was to tell you what happens in the great Gatsby, it's like, oh, but like when you see it, it's like ex- the execution yeah, and there's of this certainly plot holes, and it's not perfect. So I, I know, I just think it's a um, bit because I want to know why. At the end of the day, what I think happens, I think it's, it's so overhated by some people that it's become underrated. Similar to like Kevin Love for a while, like Kevin Kevin Love was like an all star caliber player, but he was also putting up massive numbers on a shit team. Huh. And then he became overrated because people were like, oh, he's a superstar, blah 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 blah. Twenty six and thirteen. <laughs> But then on the title team, he was like the third, sometimes fourth best player. But then people were shitting on him so much, and they were like, oh, he sucks, he sucks. But he was still putting up, like, like 18 and 9 is 18 and 9, regardless, you know? Maybe he's not the best defender, but that's still, you know. So people were like, oh, fuck him, he sucks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like, no. So you've, you, you overrated him at first, which some people think the Great Gatsby is, like, impeccable, which is bad. Then you hate on it so much that it becomes underrated in a sense. Yeah, um, the Great Gatsby was one yeah. of my most favorite essays. Did you read it for school? I love the book. Yeah, I, read I love the book that so was much. And I, that, that also favorite, probably is like, why I like some of the movie write. because I'm biased. Yeah, it was. Yes, no, that's true. I like the book too, but I feel I feel like my like for the book kind of works for me to have a disdain for the movie. Because I feel like there's so many good themes and and like and uh, I don't know themes and fucking topics and just characters in this movie or in this story I should say um, that the way that they go about pers- like pursuing and like exploring these said themes and characters the way that yeah. this film does it I just it just feels so weird to me um like. Also, I feel like this movie has a... I know you hate when I say this, but I feel like this movie has a pacing issue. Um, it really does. Um, also, I'm not going to spend a, a time on the movie that I was going to... The last movie I was going to bring up was Attack the Block. Whatever. Go watch Attack the Block. I'm not going to spend any more time on it. Because I want to talk about... The, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really interested that you brought this movie up. No, I don't um, even know why I said that. Have you seen Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. Well, because Basil Orman directed Romeo and Juliet, 
and he also directed Baz Luhrmann also directed The Gate Gatsby. And you can tell Baz Luhrmann is the star of his movies. He's like a Tarantino. Um, and just the and he's so he Baz Luhrmann's the fuck out of this movie. Um, it's just like I don't know. Like, I, I would, I would love, love to see, see like a David Fincher Great Gatsby. I would love to see a just different fucking, adaptation of Great Gatsby. Just fucking dark. That's what I want to say. That's what I mean. Like, I want to see because like this is because because like but when you think when you actually think about like yeah, the sure. actual story of the Great Gatsby, it's fucked up. Like it really like like it really like like it takes like it took a yeah. toll on me a little bit the story of the Great Gatsby. Um, it, uh, so this that's why this movie because there's so much here, but if like the way that they, I'll, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat the to death. The, the execution of what is in this movie is really, I don't want to say bad, but it's 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 interesting. It's questionable. It's it's there's a lot there to be talked about. Um, like the scene in the hotel room, um, like right like right before the climax of the movie, um. Like the the first part, like the party scenes. I personally um, I didn't have a, a problem. There. So my thing with That's pacing, very, I know I've ranted about it, but I will admit, like, pacing to me, like, if you're bored at certain mm-hmm. points in a movie, but not bored during others, that's obviously like something's wrong with how the movie's going. You know what I mean? So and and so I'm sure that's similar, if not what most people mean by pacing. Yes. So my thing is this though, that's so up for air then because like. For some people, I feel like so much have that, okay, like, even if parts of this movie weren't as important or, like, felt slower, I was always invested because of the performances. Um, and so, I, I don't know, the movie did, for True. me, did not feel great. as long as two and a half hours. It felt like a normal length movie. Like, and that. Uh, but, great. I think I also just inherently enjoyed oh, it more than me, which is really like, that's, of course, it's going to feel shorter. It sucks too because I knew what you like. I was yeah. I, the whole time I was wondering like, would they change it up at the end? Like, would they have him win and live and stuff like that? But no, they they did the, they did it. They they well, it's it's a night like book from the nineteen forties. <laughs> but yeah, they just fucking made the book into whatever, which is fine. It's all. Yeah. I don't th- I don't think it's like a great piece of cinema. I just I like this movie. The just uh. But here's the thing. I feel it like could have been. The I hope lends they... itself to being like an all-time I hope epic a movie kind of story. Comes out that's like the Great Gatsby, but we don't know it is, and they do better with it. Yeah. Uh, just, just go back to like the pacing point. Like, like you know what movie I always uh, talk about pacing. Is Avengers? I, Age I mean, Ultron. I get it, but I per- I was never really bored during it. It's, but like, but just, but pacing doesn't mean that you are bored or like interested in different parts. It just means that like it feels weird the time spent on certain things and time spent on other things, and the way that the and the way that the movie goes about telling its story in its order. And the Great Gatsby has this feel to me where it's like it's so. First off, the movies it's just it's just such like I said it's a hundred million dollar movie, so it's gonna feel it. And I feel like the way that like the tell this movie is not with the pace, tone, and um scale that this movie has. I feel like you need uh, a size of a, like yeah. a size of the scale. Mean, 
That's how you feel. That's valid. The kind of things it is. Everyone's different. I think it's a movie that is. I think there's I a lot. Okay, really so there's like a lot of movies movie that are really uh, polarizing, but most of them that are polarizing are like the general consensus is that they're bad, yes. and like a small cult thinks they're good. You know what I mean? But like, I th- I think this is one of the few movies that is legitimately fifty fifty. Like some people yep. are like this is garbage. Some people are like this is phenomenal. If you're into so I think it does depend on the type of movie. Like yeah. if you're into des- so uh, design, sets, uh, world building, um, the visual aspect of film, um, definitely you definitely think this movie's good. But like if you're more into like the storyboards and like the uh, the characterization um, and like the plot, like plot holes and all that, pro- and you're less about the visual aspect of it and more about the story of it, not as much. Yeah for you especially since it's two and a half hours but i think everyone will agree that the acting is pretty mm. solid because 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 it's over the top on purpose yes but so like, the big thing with me it's yes that's true too which also i feel like i don't like that I feel like this yeah I, and top, maybe that's a problem like this movie you said the, the director the I, don't, I don't i haven't seen anything else by him but like maybe that's just his style and maybe that's his fault like like having the characters really lose themselves, uh, but like, it is just, but I, I say over the top um, in a good way. Like Joel and Leo are over, are over the top in the most perfect ways, and I think the casting, I think the casting yes. choices were real good. It's an amazing, yes. Um, the hell was I gonna say? Oh, just quick thing. Um, for a while. Uh, they were gonna be looking at different people to play uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's uh, roles in Good Will Hunting, and for a while the studio wanted uh, <laughs> uh, DiCaprio. Spider- and, um, I, I like how you Spider-Man. call Toby Maguire Spider Man. Toby Maguire. I'm so happy because they I don't know why. Maguire they just seems like a bitch. And, and Leo at that time probably would have seemed a little too whiny. Like I'm yeah. glad because Matt Damon was like more jockey if that makes sense like matt damon like if leo was leo is like the snarky genius matt damon is like the jock genius and i think for a boston film and for that type of film and like who who the character who the character of will hunting was i i mean leo would have done great just like he does great in most of his if not all of his films but like matt damon matt damon just felt better feels better yes that's like, for it's example, it's like here. saying like, oh, switch Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's roles. Like, yeah, Ben Affleck would have done good enough, but like Matt Damon really made it his own. Whereas like Matt Damon would not have been as good as like the side douchey idiot friend, whereas Ben Affleck's perfect. Yeah. Just one last thing on The Great Gatsby, because I feel like like my, because I feel like when I read the book versus when I watched the movie, I had two very different takeaways in terms of like, the tone and ending because the movie to me is all about uh not the movie but the but the story of the great is all about like these characters their dynamics their personality and um and stuff like this and when you read the end of the book you really like you really think about like who these people are and when you go back and, th- and look through the story and you're like oh yeah when you watch the movie i didn't have that thought but the ending, the ending hit you harder in the book. All that shit, because but like maybe you know what I mean, but don't. Like so that that not hit me hard in the book, but I feel like 
you understand yeah well I th- and that's the problem with a lot of movie adaptations that come from books is that they assume you've read the book and they're like okay maybe we can get away with this See, I feel like that's true of some cases, but I feel like in this movie, it was more so that he just, that that just wasn't his, he focused more on like the style and the this and the visuals. And it wasn't just so much the yeah. adaptation of a book. Yeah. That's just the way that he I actually, goes I, about making There's movies. a few movies that I'm going to watch soon and that's going to be one of them. Cause I actually, I watched it. Well, that's one of the few movies I've watched, like a league, like pirated or whatever. But the site I, the site I used didn't give me like a virus so I can trust it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a few. Yeah, there's. I just want to say there's a few movies that are on my list All that right. I really want to see. We've been talking. About I, I've been on a bit of a Michael Fassbender kick ever since rewatching *Glorious Bastards*. So I really want to watch *Shame*. Sorry, *Shame*. <clears throat> yeah, I said Fassbender. My bad. But yeah, uh, *Shame*. Wait, wait. And then I want to rewatch *Die Hard*, which is free where I am. Yeah. Um, I want to watch *Midnight in Paris* yep. with Owen Wilson. Yeah, so those are the three that I really want to... I mean, Midnight in Paris was free for a while. I'm going to get through all the good free movies on demand first. But, like, if... Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do you know what Midnight in Paris is about? Okay. That's dope. uh, There's there's a scene about... uh, I just wanted to say, like, uh, what's on my watch list coming up. Yeah. All right, continue. No, it's the, the decade one was the longest. This might be our longest episode, ironically enough, and I didn't intend it to be. The, that one was like nearing two hours. Uh, really? This is ninety minutes. Of course. Jeez. No, not right. until well, we should wrap it up. Down it feels uh, inappropriate to release Wasteland right now. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, we, you guys won't have to wait another month before we release another episode. So, uh, if you're still listening, uh, uh, that's great. I'm, awesome. I'm uh, so happy we, we had the discussion uh, on Grace Gatsby, right, well, and I wish that words? type of discourse would happen in social and political life. Very respectful, even though we disagree with each other. But I don't know. It's a crazy time. The world's ending. Just watch as many movies as you can before you die. Yeah.